Welcome to Mr. Pena's Tutoring Podcast, where I bring you the latest educational tidbits and help you make your child learn. Today, I'm going to be talking about how we can make your child learn. I'm not talking about believing harder, feeling confident, or going to a support group, even though those things are important. And those are internal methods or strategies you can use for yourself. But I'm talking about 12 concrete action steps that you can take today and implement them in order to improve your child's academic success. Before we begin, I want to offer you something for free. It's called a learning styles inventory. Do you know how your child learns? Did you know that there are seven official learning styles? They are verbal, logical, visual, musical, kinesthetic, interpersonal, and naturalist. If you figure this out, you will have the keys to your child's success. Complete the learning style inventory, fill out the checklists, and you will see which one your child which one is your child's learning preference. You can identify your child's learning style by grab by getting the free 10-page learning style inventory by clicking on the link below. Okay, now on to today's topic. Here are 12 action steps you can implement that will make your child learn. They are, one, develop a positive image of schools, teachers, and learning. Two, cooperate with your child's school. Three, invest in your child. Four, Raise concerns for any red flag. Five, provide them with good health care. Six, ensure that your child has all the materials they need. Seven, communicate with your child's teachers, counselors, and and other professionals. Eight, keep your child's attendance at a high rate. Nine, discuss your child's progress regularly. Ten, review your child's grades and test scores with them. 11, give them a study space. And 12, set clear boundaries. With 100% support from home, teachers and students have the fuel needed for learning to take place. If you, mom and dad, implemented these tips thoroughly and consistently, your child would have a solid academic foundation and be able to accomplish so much. So, let's get to number one. Develop a positive image of schools, teachers, and learning. Kids who grow up in households um, with negative opinions about schools and learning will not hold school, learning, and teachers in high regard. It, It is a system. It needs to be respected. Even with its flaws, we have to run with the flow and support what it is trying to do. Any criticisms or negative opinions that we have about any specific teacher or some of the functions of the school, even though they're legitimate, I don't recommend you have them in front of our child. It's not for kids to listen to. They don't need to listen to that. It's not going to help them improve their grades or develop their study skills. And any conversation about 
how college is not necessary. I agree that it's not necessary for everyone, but I also strongly believe that it is crucial for success for many people. And, you know, there's this idea going around that, uh, you know, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk proposed this, that, oh, so-and-so is billionaires and they didn't go to college. I didn't go to, I didn't finish school and I hire engineers. Well, those engineers went to school. You can be successful without college, but it's not wise to have conversations like that around our kids. They shouldn't be listening to that because it can be used as leverage against their schooling and against their education. They're not going to have a lot of motivation to do 12 years of school and then potentially go to a college. Most people who go to college make more money than most people who don't. That's one argument. It's one side of the issue. And I understand that college needs reform. But the point is, develop a positive image of school, teachers, and learning, formal learning, around our kids. And leave those negative conversations away from their ears. All right, number two. Action step two. Cooperate with your child's school. This could mean attending school sporting events with your child. Uh, you know, showing school spirit. It mean it can mean enforcing the dress code. Make sure that they're wearing it. Make sure that you wear school spirit shirts. Um, and, and and be proud that your child goes to such and such school. I've seen parking decals, um, decals in cars where parents display pride over the, their child's school. Um, this could include reading letters sent home with your children on the couch. Read the letters with them. Show them how important these letters are and any communication from the school is important. Um, Follow the school on social media and share their posts. Send their kids articles if they have smartphones. And participate in events that involve the public. So school events that invite the public, such as, you know, uh, bake sales, parent-teacher nights, outings at restaurants, sponsored by restaurants, anything that PTSA does to promote and support the school. Go to these events and show your support and tell your kid that look, this is important. So cooperate with your child's school. Ride the wave. It's one way. And if they don't go to school, if they're homeschooled, ride the wave with the online program that you're going to. Take them to a conference. Um, if they go to private school, take them to the church that the private school is based off of. If it's a charter school, any whatever form of education they have, just cooperate with that organization. Number three, 12 ways to make your child learn. Invest 12 things you can do to make your child learn. Invest in your child. Invest in your child by promoting their social and emotional well-being. Provide good discipline, effective, constructive discipline. Uh, Support them. Listen to their interests and concerns. So we do this by implementing positive psychology. If they have any issues, listen to them. Show them that you care. It's very important that you listen. And we 
look at our child's emotions. What's going on? If you see that they're not very happy, take them to a psychologist. If you can, a therapist. Just ask questions. Um, the least we can do is ask questions. Speak with our school mental health coordinator. What's going on? What is going on? Number four, raise concerns for any red flag. Assertiveness will get you a long way. The parents that are on top of their schools, the ones that are contacting various personnel, such as the teacher, the counselor, the assistant principal, the principal, other people in the school, even the test chair, maybe the lady in the front office, or if things get real bad, contact the region or other education groups that can help. Raise concerns for any red flag. There's a problem. You want to go be there and you want to fix it. Number five. Action step five. Provide them with good health care. As parents, you must ensure that your child gets enough sleep, rest, proper nutrition, good medical care, and live in a stress-free environment. In order to get enough sleep and rest, you just want to optimize the, our sleep space. We want to make sure that they're not using technology late at night. Give them good and healthy foods, eating their fruits and vegetables, of course. I strongly recommend a, a plant-based, whole food, whole food plant-based diet. Um, you can go to nutritionfacts.org. Or you can go to any of the government websites which recommends a food pyramid. Also, good medical care. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, when they come home, they are stress-free. Let's, let, no fighting around your kid. Um, try not to stress them with the worries of the finances. When our children have good health care, both physically and emotionally, they're more, much more likely to perform at school. Guaranteed. Number six. But bef before we get to number six, I want to propose to you um, an amazing educational technology. It's called study.com. It's a learning website. And this is a learning software that I use to teach my classes. I used it to pursue my master's degree, it review hundreds of topics, and to be on top of my learning, my own personal learning. And I use it to teach my kids and show them these videos and assign homework. Study.com is an online learning platform that makes education affordable, effective, and engaging with short, fun video lessons created by subject matter experts. The lessons are followed by quizzes, very short quizzes, five-minute videos, and then five-question um, quizzes. They have chapter tests to measure their learning continuously, and then they have an entire course examination for each course. Uh, they have scheduling tools and goal-setting software so that they can set a goal and opt in to text message and email reminders and virtual flashcards. So... As they're doing study.com, you can see whether your child is completing the lessons because it's going to email you or send you a text message. Study.com even has a mobile app that enables students to learn anytime, anywhere, 
right from their pockets with just their thumbs and their headphones. Click on the link below and receive 30% off the first three months. If we click on the link below, you will receive 30% off for your first three months. Try it for three months and see if it's simpler. I guarantee it is than many of the websites we are given um, at our institutions. Okay, this is a referral link, so it would help me greatly, and it would help you with a discount and, most importantly, learning. I Thank you, and I greatly appreciate it. Now for number six. In order to help your child learn, we discussed step one, develop a positive image of schools, teachers, and learning. Two, cooperate with your child's school. Three, invest in your child. Four, raise concerns for any red flag. Five, provide them with good health care. And six, ensure that your child has all the materials they need. I cannot count the number of times that my students don't have their materials, and it really impedes their learning. The best way to do this is to make sure that you have a checklist and you go over that checklist with them daily. It could be before school, but the mornings are very stressful, preferably in the evenings. After they finish their homework, take a checklist, dry erase marker, and see if they have what they need for the next day. The kids lose a significant amount of class time as we deal with these material shortage. Um, that's what I call it. I do give them pencils and papers, but kids need to be responsible for what they have and, and take charge. Uh, so the more that you we teach and educate them to have their materials ready, to have their book bags organized, the more they'll be ready for the school and be able to succeed in the classroom. The more that you show that you care, the more that they will care. And the more structure you implement at home, the more structure they will bring to the classroom. So you help the teacher, and we will help you by teaching your child. And parent-teacher parent cooperation is the fuel for our child's success. Okay, that is 1 through 6. I don't have time to go through 7 through 12, so that will be in the next podcast, 7 through 12. Um. So thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's content, you can check out my blog and you'll get the whole list right away at mrpinastuting.com. My blog consists of recommending educational software, learning and uh, to, to teaching videos uh, that your child can use to help them, um, and various other educational content. This is Mr. Benya, and my mission is to help you make your child learn. I hope that this podcast has blessed you and your family. Goodbye.